find out if he was the Messiah. His response was, go tell John that miracles are taking place. The blind eyes are opening. The deaf can hear. The dead are raised. Okay, this is day 8 of the Luke December 2023 challenge where we invite you to join us in reading all 24 chapters in the gospel account of St. Luke in the first 24 days in December so that just right before Christmas we would have known more about the man who is the reason for the season. This is day 8 and you can see catch up if you have not listened to any of the days that have gone past. Please just go to our homepage and and listen to any of the days that you have missed. Also invite other people to join uh, this wonderful challenge. Reading tonight, uh, our resource person for this year, Sayemso Guntayo, glad to have you again tonight. Thank you very much. God bless you. Very good. Amen. Yeah, yeah. Thank God. Thank God. Okay, let's say a word of prayer together. Lord, we thank you for bringing us together again tonight. Thank you for how you have been sustaining us since we started this challenge. Thank you because year in, year out, when we read the gospel account of St. Luke, we, we gain new insights into your word. And this is your doing. We pray that you will Spirit fellowship with us again tonight. And that those who are going to listen tonight and those who are going to listen in the days and years uh, hereafter will also be blessed in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 So after the reading, please do stay back for the exposition on Luke chapter 8. Now for the reading, we are reading from the New King James Version. So please follow us as we read. Over to you now, sis. Luke 8. Many women ministered to Jesus. Now it came to pass afterward that he went through every city and village, preaching and bringing the glad tidings of the kingdom of God. And the twelve were with him. And certain women who had been healed of evil spirits and infirmities, Mary called Magdalene, out of whom had come seven demons, demons, and Joanna, the wife of Chusa, Herod's steward, and Susanna, and many others who provided for him from their substance. The parable of the sower. And when a great multitude had gathered, and they had come to him from every city, he spoke by a parable. A sower went out to sow his seed, 
and he sowed. Some fell by the wayside, and it was trampled down, and the birds of the air devoured it. Some fell on rock, and as soon as it sprang up, it withered away because it lacked moisture. And some fell among thorns, and the thorns sprang up with it and choked it. But others fell on good ground, sprang up and yielded a good a crop a hundredfold. When he had said these things, he cried. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. The purpose of parables. Then his disciples asked him, saying, What does this parable mean? 10. And he said, To you it has been given to know the mysteries of the kingdom of God, but to the rest it is given in parables, that seeing they may not see, and hearing they may not understand. The parable of the sower explained. Now, the parable is this. The seed is the word of God. Those by the wayside are the ones who hear. Then the devil comes and takes away the word out of their hearts, lest they shall believe and be saved. But the ones on the rock are those who, when they hear, receive the word joy, and these have no roots, who believe for a while and in time of temptation fall away. Now, the ones that fell among the thorns are those who, when they have heard, go out and are choked with the cares, riches, and pleasures of life, and bring no fruit to maturity. But the ones that fell on the good ground are those who, having heard the word with a noble and good heart, keep it and bear fruit with patience. The parable of the revealed light. No one, when he has lit a lamp, covers it with a vessel or puts it under a bed, but sets it on a lampstand that those who enter may see the light. For nothing is secret that will not be revealed, nor anything hidden that will not be known and come to light. Therefore, take heed how you hear. For whoever has, to him more will be given. And whoever does not have, even what he seems to have will be taken from him. Jesus' mother and brothers come to him. Then his mother and brothers came to him and could not approach him because of the crowd. 20. When it was told him by some who said, your mother and your brothers are standing outside, desiring to see you. But he answered and said to them, my mother and my brothers are these who hear the word of God and do it. Wind and wave obey Jesus. Now, it happened on a certain day that he got into a boat with his disciples and he said to them, let us cross over to the other side of the lake. And they launched out. But as they sailed, he fell asleep. And a windstorm came down on the lake and they were filling with water and were in jeopardy. And they came to him and awoke him, saying, Master, Master, we are perishing. Then he arose and rebuked the wind and the raging of the water, and it ceased. And there was a calm, for he said to them, Where is your faith? And they were afraid and marveled, saying to one another, Who can this be?
for he commands even the winds and water, and they obey him. A demon-possessed man healed. Then they sailed to the country of the Gadarenes, which is opposite Galilee. And when he stepped out on the land, there met him a certain man from the city who had demons for a long time. And he wore no clothes, nor did he live in a house, but in the tombs. When he saw Jesus, he cried out, fell down before him, and with a loud voice said, What have I to do with you, Jesus, son of the most high God? I beg you, do not torment me. For he had commanded the unclean spirit to come out of the man. For he had often seized him, and he was kept under guard, bound with chains and shackles. And he broke the bonds and was driven by the demon into the wilderness. 30. Jesus asked him, saying, What is your name? And he said, Legion, because many demons had entered him, and they begged him that he would not command them to go out into the abyss. Now a herd of many swine was feeding there on the mountain, so they begged him that he would permit them to enter them, and he permitted them. Then the demons went out of the man and entered the swine, and the head ran violently down the steep place into the lake and drowned. When those who fed them saw what had happened, they fled and told it in the city and in the country. Then they went out to the sea. Then they went out to see what had happened and came to Jesus and found the man from whom, whom the demons had departed, sitting at the feet of Jesus clothed and in his right mind, and they were afraid. They also who had seen it, they also who had seen it told them by what means he he who had been demon-possessed was healed. Then the multitude of the surrounding region of the Gadarenes asked him to depart from them, for they were seized with great fear, and he got into the boat and returned. Now, the man from whom the demons had departed begged him that he might be with him. But Jesus sent him away, saying, Return to your own house and tell what great things God has done for you. And he went his way and proclaimed throughout the whole city what great things Jesus had done for him. 40. A girl restored to life and a woman healed. So it was... So it was... When he returned, that the multitude were waiting, for they were all waiting for him. And behold, there came a man named Jairus, and he was a ruler of the synagogue. And he fell down at Jesus' feet and begged him to come to his house. For he, had, for he had an only daughter, about 12 years of age, and she was dying. But as he went, the multitudes thronged him. Now a woman having a flow of blood for 12 years who had spent all her livelihood on physicians and could not be healed by any came from behind and touched the border of his garments and immediately her flow of blood stopped and Jesus said, who touched me? When all denied it, Peter and those with him said, Master, the multitudes throng and press you and you say, who touched me? 
But Jesus said, somebody touched me, for I perceived power going out from me. Now, not hidden, she came trembling, and falling down before him, she declared to him in the presence of all the people the reason she had touched him and how she was healed immediately. And he said to her, Daughter, be of good cheer. Your faith has made you well. Go in peace. While he was still speaking, someone came from the ruler of the synagogue's house, saying to him, Your daughter is dead. Do not trouble the teacher. 50. But when Jesus heard it, he answered him, saying, Do not be afraid. Only believe, and she will be made well. When he came into the house, he permitted no one to go in except Peter, James, and John, and the father and the mother of the girl. Now all wept and mourned for her. But he said, Do not weep. She is not dead, but sleeping. And they ridiculed him, knowing that she was dead. But he put them all outside, took her by the hand and called, saying, Little girl, arise. Then her spirit returned, and she arose immediately, and he commanded that she be given something to eat. And her parents were astonished, for he charged them to tell no one what had happened. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. And yes, thank you very much for staying with us tonight for day 8th of Luke December 2023 challenge. You're just listening to the reading of Luke chapter 8 for day 8th of this challenge. And we now have with us our dear brother joining us all the way from Abuja, Brother Lolua Oguntokun Laosh. Always, always a pleasure to have you with us. I'm glad to be here. Thank you for having me, sir. Always, always a pleasure. Thank God. And Luke chapter 8, we were discussing earlier on and saying that, well, this is, uh, if I may use the expression, a loaded chapter, a loaded chapter, 56 verses, and you have uh, many... It is. Yeah, exactly. Many important many points. stories in that chapter. Yes. Many different things in the account of Jesus Christ. That's right. Exactly. Many different things. Okay, but, but you mentioned that you start with verse 3. At, you want to lay emphasis on verse 3. Yes. Um... Reading Luke chapter 8 again, and some things actually came out to me, I believe, mm-hmm. um, as I've been blessed by it, we all can be blessed by these verses. Mm. So first off is chapter, verse 3 of Luke 8, and I'll read it out. It says, Joanna, the wife of Chusa, the manager of Herod's household, Susanna, mm. and many others. Now, this way we're going to say, these women were helping to support them out of their own means. Mm. They were helping to support them. They are, who were they supporting? They were supporting Jesus Christ. Mm. They were supporting the disciples yes. out of their own means. Mm-hmm. And what is the lesson I picked here that the Holy Spirit is teaching me, and I believe teaching someone out there tonight as well, is that the ministry of Jesus Christ was successful. Though short, but it was mm-hmm. very successful. But the Holy Spirit is opening my eyes to see that there were people who were laboring mm. also for it to be successful. These mm. women, the Bible says, out of their own means, they were supporting the efforts of Jesus Christ and his disciples. Yes. Uh, maybe another reason why this is important for me is because I've just recently had a discussion with a friend okay. who was quite sad about... Um, 
the way resources are being dispersed in his own church at this time. Okay. And we live in a world and in, in a generation where people are, quote and unquote, not afraid to touch the, to touch the, 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 um, to touch the, uh, the treasury of the church, as it were, mm. to touch the treasury of the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. This, uh, Vastri is talking about people who are extremely selfless for the propagation of the kingdom of God, of the work of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. If in our generation, the work of Christ has to pro- progress, mm-hmm. we all have to make sacrifices. Oh, yes. We all have to spend ourselves. We all have to spend our resources, not looking at what to gain, but what to give, what to give for the cause of Christ. Exactly. These women might have gone to the market to sell something and the profit is given so that the, apost- the disciples can travel. Mm. Um, sincerely, I do pray that we all in this generation can be so selfless. Yeah. When we were young, we knew about Baptists in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, I'm a Baptist who, who, who spent and uh, sent their money down here to Nigeria oh, yes. to get our pastors trained, to get us into into uh, mission schools that we all went to, mm-hmm. to send principals down here. Mm-hmm. And I believe these were people like these women listed here. Exactly. who spend their own resources mm. so that the, the the name of Christ can be propagated. Wow. I mean, thank you so very much for, 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 for emphasizing this. I mean, that's from Luke 8, 3, uh, mentioning the women who supported the ministry of Jesus Christ. So meaning that Jesus and his disciples were going everywhere. And of course, they had to be fed. Uh, they had to be housed. Right. From time to time, and now the account says these women, Joanna, wife of Chusa, Eros, Tewod, and Susanna, uh, along with Mary Magdalene and many others who provided for him from their substance, from their substance. So much so that, you know, Laos, what this also means is that we do not have any record that Jesus collected offerings, for example. No. That he asked people no, to exactly. collect offerings uh, yes, to say that yeah, we need support. Exactly. That's also a very good point. Um, Yes, he wasn't asking people for donations. No, he wasn't. But, of course, they needed money. Like you said, they had to be fed. They had to travel. They had to wear things. Mm. But some people were making this happen. Mm. I mean, kudos to them. Exactly. In every way. Exactly. Uh, And, of course, this is not to say that there's anything wrong in collecting offerings. We know that Paul and (laughs) other apostles, uh, they collected offerings and donations as necessary. But the best thing is that all of us, having given ourselves, should also generously support the cause of of the ministry, uh, the cause of the gospel. We should be able to give uh, out of our own substance. Uh, And, of course, many people have said that uh, the proof of love is that you're ready to give. Either give your time, give uh, or, or give of your substance, or give of something that is dead to you. So if we truly love uh, the the work the work of the kingdom, we should be prepared to give uh, to give to it. Yes. And, and of course, you also mentioned in sure, passing, yeah. you know, the concern in many areas now that some churches are not as accountable or not as uh, they don't deal with resources in a manner that that commands confidence. But but I think uh, we should not be too bothered about that. We should just be givers, you know, give to God from your own resources. Absolutely. Uh, give to the cause of the kingdom, and then let if if anybody is mismanaging it, it will be between that person. He has to account to God. Exactly. Yes. exactly. Yes. That person has to account to God. Thank you very much. Beautiful, beautiful. And that's from Luke 8, 3, uh, telling of those women really? who supported the ministry of Jesus Christ. Okay, so you also mentioned verse 17, right? Yes, verse 17 also is, I mean, like we said at the beginning, mm. Luke chapter 8 is, is, is packed with a lot of lessons. Yes. In fact, almost every verse. Yes. So look at verse 17. 
It says, for there is nothing hidden that will not be disclosed, and nothing concealed hmm. that will not be no- that will not be known or brought out into the open. Hmm. So this one, I mean, I think I mean, even before you go, I must tell you that every year that we do uh, Luke December challenge, when we come to this place, I mean, it it, it sobers me up all over again. Yeah, exactly, nothing at all, hmm. nothing, and I'm saying this to myself, nothing said, nothing thought of, nothing done hmm. that will not be made open. Nothing. Wow. All of our actions will be made open. At some point, wow. when the time is right. So the question, like you said, it is sobering. Mm-hmm. You think about myself. I think about yourself, brothers and sisters, as we listen tonight. Mm. Are we comfortable with our actions, our thoughts, our decisions, our words? Mm. Are we comfortable for them to all be viewed by the world? Mm. The Lord is seeing, of course, but the realization is coming on that day mm-hmm. when everything will mm-hmm. be made open. Like I said, it it doesn't really need any more explanation. Exactly. God give us the grace. God God give us the grace. Amen. 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 And when I come across verses like this, uh, my mind goes to Second Peter three eleven, where Peter was discussed. Peter said, "Look, since everything will be destroyed, uh, what kind of people ought you be?" And and one can apply the same question here: since everything will be laid bare. Or since everything is already mm. open before God, since everything will okay. be made open, what sort of people what ought kind you of to life be? Should you live? Exactly. What sort of life should you live? Uh, what kind of secrets should you keep? Or do you, I mean, this is telling us we cannot even keep any secret from God uh, because everything is open, open before Him. Mm. May God give us grace and we say a loud amen to that prayer you said amen. you did. Amen. Okay, verse twenty-five. That's the next one you you identified. Yes, verse twenty-five. I'm just going to take the the beginning part of verse twenty-five. So mm-hmm. in verse from uh, verse twenty-two. Okay. Um, they were already. Um, Jesus Christ was saying to disciples, "Let's go over to the other side of the lake." Jesus mm-hmm. Christ has already been with many people, has been teaching. Let's go to the other side of the lake. Yeah. And verse twenty-five starts with a question. I mean, you know, we know that story very well. Mm-hmm. Where the where the the the, 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 the turbulence came, yes, and all of that, yes. Verse twenty-five. Jesus Christ asked the disciples, "Where is your faith? Mm. Where is your faith?" And permit me, sir, to 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 paint a scenario here. If Jesus Christ was with you, Raphemi, yes, and he comes to you today and says, Raphemi, tomorrow morning, we are going to Ibadan, and you will drive. Mm. You will say. Yes, sir. Master, we'll drive. Now, um, I'm not uh, most likely as a human. The reason why you say yes, sir, is because, first off, you even know how long it will take you to Ibadan. You've been there many times. Yes. You know the road. Yes. You know how to drive as well. So why not? Let's go. But if Jesus Christ came to you and said, Brother Femi, tomorrow we're going to Ibadan. There is a jet outside and you'll be flying. You Mm -hmm. said, how? Me? Jesus Christ to say, okay, yes, you can fly. Just stay in the cockpit. Whatever you touch, just know that I'm the one touching it. Mm. If you have faith in him, you will go ahead and you'll get to Ibadan safely, right? Yeah. Okay. Mm. But Jesus Christ said to the disciples, let's go to the other side of the lake. Sincerely, I, mm. this is me. This is a lesson that I'm picking from this verse. Yeah. I yeah. believe that the disciples will not question anything. They were fishermen. They knew the waters. No issues. Yeah. Let's go. Okay, right, guys, pack up, pack up. Let's go. Everybody got into the water. Yeah. But when turbulence came, when turbulence came, when they were trouble, they panicked. 
And Jesus Christ is asking me, is asking me, saying, Olaoluwa, where is your faith where today? Is your faith? Is your faith in what you are comfortable with? Is your faith in what you know or in your abilities? Mm. Or is your faith in Jesus Christ? If their faith had been in Jesus Christ from the get-go, when they stepped into that boat, the moment they saw something, they would look at Jesus and say, come on, you this dumb. Mm. But they panicked. Because in their own wisdom and in their abilities, there was no plan for that, for that um, what do you call it now? For the turbulence that they saw on the sea. Yeah. And so the question comes to me, and it comes to every one of us today. When we go to the hospital and the result came and it's not what we expect, mm-hmm. where is your faith? Where is your faith? When finances are not going as we planned it, where is your faith? Where is your faith? When our children are not doing well as we thought they should do, mm. where, where is, is your faith? Your faith? Mm. And we have laid, um, uh, very good plans laid out for ourselves. And things are not just working out. And Jesus Christ is asking, where is your faith? Where is your faith? I'm here, but where are you hanging your faith? Mm-hmm. It's a question we all need to ask ourselves. Mm-hmm. And Jesus Christ is asking the disciples this morning, uh, today, where is your faith? Mm. I pray that God will help us to anchor our faith on Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 And, and of course, we cannot discuss this without recalling that hymn, Peace Be Still. And in the refrain, it says, The winds and the waves shall obey my will. Peace be still. Whether the wrath of the storm-tossed sea or struggles or evil, whatever it be, no water can swallow the ship where lies the master of ocean and earth and sky. So Jesus is saying to us, as uh, he has led uh, through the Holy Spirit, our brother, Allah, to mention to us today, that as long as Jesus is with us, and he has said, I will never leave you, I will never forsake you. As long as he's with us, no water can swallow the ship where lies the master of ocean and earth and skies. Where is your faith? That's the challenge uh, this evening, the third one from Luke chapter 8, and right from Luke chapter 8, verse 25, where is your faith? In fact, we should be, uh, anytime we are in trouble and we are afraid, we should just listen. And we are the Holy Spirit saying to, to us, where is your faith? And once you know that your faith is anchored in him who is the Lord of all, well, I suppose that we should just rise up and continue to persist in prayer. Thank you very much for challenging okay. us this way tonight. Okay, yes, verse sir. Um, 47 now, right? Yes, verse 47. Something else, I mean, which still um, angers on, um, on on faith. Okay. It says, then the woman, now we're talking about that woman with the issue of blood, okay. saying that she could not go unnoticed. Mm came trembling and fell at his feet. In the presence of all the people, she she told why she had touched him mm. and how she had been instantly healed. Mm. So we know the story very well. Mm. Jesus Christ was on a mission. A man has just come to him. My daughter is healed. Mm. Jesus Christ was with the crowd. And a woman went to Jesus, touched him, and Jesus Christ was asking, power has left me. Mm. No, we all know the story, like I said, and we have read this many times. What what interests me every time about this woman is this is not our faith isn't like that of Jairus. No, Jairus came to sell Jesus. See, my daughter is sick. Yeah. Come, those friends they they took away a roof to pull down their their friend so that Jesus can heal, mm-hmm. touch the man, heal him. Mm-hmm. The blind men were cry, crying out loud. Jesus, 
son of David, have mercy on us. But this woman was trying to sneak. Mm. And I'm asking myself, what kind of faith did she have? A woman who, see, don't notice me, but I know even without you looking, there is power in what in who you are mm. in in who in in your person there's power in your person mm. so much so that i know that all i need to just touch the aim of his garment mm. remember the bible says that all the crowd were all pushing at him they were all trying to hold him exactly but this is the only person that we have accounted that got healing by just touching him exactly and that healing came from the faith that she has yes that is the challenge for me today is how I anchor my faith on Jesus Christ. We don't have to be anywhere except where Jesus Christ is. And have faith that when we speak to him, mm. even in the corner of our room, he can answer. Mm. He can touch exactly. us. Just let me touch you wherever I am. And the Lord will definitely be there for us as he was at that time there for this woman. Yes. Oh, yes. Thank you very much. Uh, so, so, so this is somebody who had faith that even without having a direct uh, a, a direct confrontation, you do not have even a, a direct uh, experience with Jesus Christ. This woman knew that if only she could touch the hem of his, of his garment. And I love Amen. the lesson that you're bringing out now. Uh, it is the lesson of faith. Lesson of faith. You don't have to be in a particular place. If by faith you can just reach out and uh, and reach out to Him, and now we can do it by by, by saying a prayer of faith in the name of Jesus. Absolutely. If by faith you reach yes. out to Him, you are going to uh, you are going to receive of His blessing. And again, you also mentioned how uh, the crowd was pressing in on Him. Crowd was pressing on Him. So uh, even for you, for me, for anyone who is the Lord's. Uh, even if there are thousands of people calling on the Lord, you know that your case is always special to Him. Always special, special to Him. Special to Him. Hmm. That's thank true. God. Thank God. So, 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 I mean, I mean, there are lessons of faith in in this Luke chapter eight, and I pray yeah, that it, there's a lot of it actually. Exactly. There's a lot of it. Hmm. There's a lot of it. Lot of it. I pray the Lord will open our eyes even more uh, to understand it uh, even more yeah. in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay, and it, I mean, this is the chapter where we have the account of Jairus' daughter as well. Jairus' you know? daughter, yes, hmm. yes, amazing. And that's 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 that's, that's, that's the last one to exactly to, exactly. Uh, you mentioned verse fifty-four. Go ahead. Just verse fifty-four. It says, "But he took her by the hand mm-hmm. and said, my child, get up.' Get you know, up. when Jesus Christ got to the house, they said uh, the the child was already dead." And Jesus Christ said, no, no, she's not dead. And some people actually laughed at him. Laughed like, at him yeah. What's wrong with this one? Like, is, is, this child is already dead. Mm. But when Jesus Christ spoke to the dead child, the Bible says he took her by the hand and mm. said, my child, get up. And that's the part I, I look at Jesus Christ being a compassionate friend, a compassionate brother to all of us, a compassionate father. Mm-hmm said, yeah, my daughter. Jairus came to him to say, my daughter. But when Jesus Christ came and woke the child up, he claimed that child as his own. Mm. My daughter. All of us have been redeemed by the blood of Jesus Christ. Oh, yes. And now we are in that lineage. And so our concern is not a concern of um, a a, a master to his disciple. No, Mm -hmm. it's much more than that now. Is the concern of a father to his child. Oh, yes. So when I'm going through anything, Jesus Christ is saying, my child, I'm with you. When I'm sick, my child, I'm here to heal you. 
We are children of God. And I want us, all of us to hold on to that. I like the way he, 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 he took ownership of that child at that time. Mm-hmm. My child, get up. He didn't say that to Lazarus. So Lazarus, come forth. But then he said, my child, mm. get up. Mm. And Jesus Christ is saying to me today, I believe he's saying to somebody out there also, that you are my child. I've take hold of your challenges mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I will see you through. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 And I will be a father to you and you'll be my sons and daughters, says the Lord Almighty. Absolutely. Exactly. We thank God for, for, for that insight, how the Lord took hold of that girl and said, my child, rise up. My child, get up. And in the same way, as you have mentioned, that the Holy Spirit uh, is saying to us every time, the Lord says to us, uh, my son, my daughter, I'm here with you. And I do pray that all of us will hear his voice when he calls out to us in Jesus' name. The apostle has already written that we are, we are so privileged that we can go to him and say, Abba, Father. Abba, Father. Abba, we can Father. Call him in the same way that he also looks at us and, 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 and loves us uh, as he has loved us from before the beginning of the world. Thank you very much, Laosh, for joining us tonight. Thank you, thank you. Thank you, sir. Glory to God. Please say a word of prayer as we bring this session to a close. Lord Eternal, we are grateful for another opportunity to look into your word. You have taught us a lot of lessons about faith today. Lord, we ask the grace to anchor our faith on you. Please grant unto us in Jesus' name. Amen. Whatever we go through in life, teach us and enable us to hold on to you and you alone. Amen. In Jesus' mighty name we are prayed. Amen. 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 And yes, thank you for staying with us tonight for day 8th of Luke, December 2023 challenge. If you have further insight that you want to share with us uh, from Luke chapter 8, please drop, please write it uh, on WhatsApp. Just tap that WhatsApp widget and share with us. Thanks to you, Sister Yemsu Gutaya, for reading tonight and to our dear brother, Alalua Gutoko, for the exposition. See you tomorrow for day 9. God bless you. God bless you. Really good. <laughs>